0: Welcome to the MVP show. Full show notes for this episode can be found at nz365guy.com forward slash 329. Before we chat with today's guest, here's a quick message from our sponsors. Today's show is brought to you by the 90-Day Mentoring Challenge. I read once that the best way to be successful is to help other people become successful, which is one of the reasons why I provide this program for free. If you want to be mentored in the next 90-Day Mentoring Challenge, please go to nz365guy.com forward slash mentoring And you can find out some more information and perhaps when the next program will be opening. Otherwise, with that, let's get on with the show. Today's guest is from India. She works at AIS as a Power Platform Team Lead. She recently was awarded uh, the MVP award. She leads the Hyderabad Power Apps and Power Automate user groups in India, uh, and is a Microsoft Certified uh, Administrator Associate and Docker Certified, impressive uh, associate. You can find her on Twitter at Aguella underscore Ritika. Welcome to the show,
1: Ritika. Thank you, Mark.
0: Did I pronounce your name right?
1: Yes, it was correct.
0: Excellent. Excellent. Now, first of all, something that jumps out to me, AIS, isn't that an American company?
1: Um, yes, it is. So it's based out in Virginia, but uh, we have an office in Hyderabad also. So I work for the Hyderabad uh, office.
0: Okay, so okay, I didn't realize that because I know like Andrew. Do you work uh, alongside Andrew? Yes, Mark. So I'm in Andrew's team only. Okay, and so he's just recently moved to the UK, hasn't he? Yes,
1: he just. And moved
0: Lee, to- Lee is also in that team.
1: Um, is that yes. Right? So, yes, he's the uh, director for the business applications team at AIS mm-hmm. and um, I am leading the India team here.
0: Fantastic. Fantastic. So what I've noticed over the last couple of years is a massive growth in folks joining the MVP program from India, uh, as in specifically in Microsoft Biz Apps. Are you noticing that as well?
1: Um, yes, definitely. So, I mean, the scope of the Microsoft business applications is growing and there are a number of people who are, you know, becoming Microsoft uh, BizApps MVP. And I think one of the major reasons is because the technology is, you know, really exciting and um, not just to, you know, get the MVP award, but uh, it's really exciting to, you know, work through that also. So that's <clears throat> what I think. So tell me
0: a bit about Hyderabad, as in, obviously, you know, on the day we're recording this, uh, this week, uh, India has been really for the last two weeks in the news a lot with COVID. How are things going for you?
1: Um, things are going, uh, you know, a little bit good for me because I'm not in Hyderabad right now. I moved to Hyderabad because of the, uh, you know, my job and my work. But uh, currently I'm at my hometown. It's Bijnor, Uttar Pradesh. Uh comparatively, it's like a very small town. So the number of cases here is, uh, you know, less compared to other areas. But um, I mean, if you take precautions, and you know, you stay at home, then it's better. I mean, in my city itself, I am in lockdown from the past uh, five days. So i mean the situation here is controlled but um, the crisis if we talk about like overall india uh, the situation is not very good there is shortage of oxygen and then the beds are not available so there are things but uh, you know since i am at my hometown i am just staying at one place
0: yeah so so what's what's the feeling that you're getting from your colleagues your friends your family about you know, what's happening with COVID right now? What's the kind of feeling in the country from someone, you know, right where it's all happening? How, how are you feeling? And, and um, yeah, just tell us a bit about what, what it's like living uh, there at the moment.
1: Um, at the moment, I I think it's a little scary because, uh, you know, uh, we're just staying at our home. It's tough to go outside. I mean, we are not even interacting with the people, even our neighbors, we are not, you know, talking to anyone. So it's completely, you know, locked down. But I mean, I think that, you know, if we stay at our home, then the situation can be controlled a little bit. So it's scary for me. I mean, (laughs) uh, last year when, when COVID started, it was like, you know, it was okay. The situation was still controlled. But this time in the second phase, the situation is really critical. And some of my relatives, I mean, they don't live at my home. Down, but uh, my relatives that live far away, they are, uh, you know, corona positive. So there when we talk to them, it's like, you know, that doesn't feel really good. Mm-mm-mm. Yeah.
0: So when, when this is all over, India is one of these countries that I've never visited yet. And I feel like if I came to India, how long would I need to stay to really get a good experience? You know, I'll bring my family, of course. How, how long would I need to stay to get a really good experience uh, of India?
1: Um, so, I mean, there are many cities in India. So, like, whichever part you want to explore, that depends on it. But I think a trip for, like, five to seven days would be, you know, enough to explore one side because India is really big and then there is, uh, you know, so many things you can do. And that's not just on the things you can do, but climate-wise also. So based on wherever you want to go if you want to go to snow then visiting the northern side is uh you know uh, recommended but if you're looking for some peaceful areas and then you can go to south India. Yeah. so that depends on where you want to go but for a specific side i think yeah five to seven days would be enough
0: yeah i was i was thinking if i needed to come for two months
1: oh that's that's so great then you can you know visit so many different cities and then explore a lot of uh, you know, places, but i mean i was thinking more in terms of you know a short kind of a vacation but two months is a really good time to you know
0: cover. i it. like it yeah. i like it and and what recommendations when it comes to food should i be eating
1: um you'll get a different variety of food in india and uh it's like it will be a little spicy compared to you know uh um like you have usually, but then, according to different areas and different cities, the food culture is a little different like if you come to northern side, then we have different kind of like we call it samosa that's like a famous uh you know dish here, so yeah, I mean based on the again the city, it will be different, but there will be so many food options, and the street food is uh you know something that most people prefer.
0: I like it. I like it. So how did, how did you uh, get into IT? What was your journey?
1: Um, so, I, I mean, I graduated from my college like three years ago. I, I completed my B.Tech in computer science with specialization in open source and open standard. Then as part of my college uh, recruitment, I got uh, you know accepted at AIS. From there, uh, then, uh, you know, I joined as a software trainee. And after like for a training period of three months, I was doing, uh, uh, testing, application testing using the manual, uh, method. But, uh, then, uh, an opportunity came up for, uh, you know, the business application side. So I tried it as like a trial for myself if, you know, because that was a new technology at the time. So I tried it and then, um. I really like the concept of uh, low code, no code. Being a person from a, like, a, you know, computer science background, I did know how to uh, code and all. But one thing I really like about, you know, working with business applications is, the kind of things you can do in you a know, small amount of time without having to write a single line of code is what really excites me and that led me to you know start working on uh, Microsoft business application line power platform as a whole. When I started there, then I worked as a uh, you know associate on the team then as i uh, went up and you know grew my skills over the platform then uh, after some time i became a developer and finally last year uh, i think it was october 2020 i was uh, i i became Power platform team lead and then i'm managing the uh, idc team here at uh, you know ais
0: okay so, so let, let me see if I, i've got this right Three years ago, you were in university. You just finished university three years ago?
1: Yes,
0: that's correct. And then you got recruited into AIS as part of like a graduate program, was it?
1: Yes, as a graduate, like a software Excellent.
0: So, so this is what what, what uh, is amazing to me. In three years, you've, you know, uh, mastered the Power Platform and uh, some of the apps within it. You have... Um, <laughs> you're you're leading a team you've obviously become an mvp that's impressive that's a lot of things that you've done in 3 years I, i'm I, you know you've learned even the power platform in that time if uh, because you hadn't touched it before joining aas
1: yes never i mean i never even uh, heard its name before you know i started working on it actually But the experience was, you know, really good. I mean, I was spending some time on weekends and I mean, I I think I have like after working on Power Platform, I have become a nerd and I'm always (laughs) with my laptop. So (laughs) I I would say that, you know, I'm utilizing all the time I can.
0: (laughs) Wow. Um, I tell you, I'm very, very impressed. That's um. You know, that's a small timeline for you to have achieved what you've achieved. So well done. Well done.
1: Thank you, Mark.
0: Tell me about how you came to be an MVP. What was the, What were the steps? What happened? Who nominated you? And uh, yeah, how did you even, how did you hear about the MVP program to start with?
1: Um, so I heard about this program from Iyash Agarwal. So he was a colleague of mine at AIS. So when he got nominated, I got to know from him that, you know, there is a program and uh, um, that we can, uh, you know, if we work for the community, then this is something Microsoft give us as a, uh, you know, thank you note. So from there, then, uh, I mean, I I was not targeting for the award directly, but uh, because I was, you know, a person who was not very much familiar with the industry standards and other things. So I took this as a learning for myself, like to improve my interpersonal skills and, you know, my speaking skills and all. So when, uh, so there was like a, a, you know, D365 Saturday event uh, happened at Hyderabad. Uh, so I, I participated in it as a speaker. So at that time it was, uh, you know, mostly for the self learning and uh, getting to know how you interact with people mostly because I mean, I never had those uh, experiences before. But when I presented, first of all, my stage fear was, uh, you know, a little bit gone. (laughs) So there I started. And then what I felt after that event was I really enjoyed sharing it with uh, sharing my knowledge, basically, with other people. And it's not like, you know, I'm just talking and, you know, I am sharing, but it was the two way communication. I, I got to know a lot more ideas from people, what they think and you know what else can be done but when it started that way i uh, you know starting started presenting at other events also and because of covid mostly it was uh, you know virtual events for me but uh, when i started uh, participating in all that i i had some uh, you know material collected that i wanted to share with the people so at the same time i started my blog which is com. And there I started to share my learnings and then eventually, uh, you know, it grew. Um, one person I really want to thank overall, like and my journey is Julie because uh, she uh, mentored me and she motivated me at all steps. So whenever I had like a problem, like this is something I'm stuck with, she was always there. So
0: Are you talking about Julie Yak?
1: Yes, Julie Yak. She nominated. Isn't she amazing? Yes, she is very amazing. I mean, I met her just once. So there was a 365 event which happened in Mumbai, and she was there also. So that time I met her, but otherwise I've just, you know, uh, had interactions with her over email or calls. But she is the nicest person. (laughs)
0: Yeah. Fantastic that that is so good to see that. That uh, that encounter at that event obviously allowed you to create a relationship with her that's that's uh, helped you so
1: much. Yeah, right. I mean, whenever I go to, I mean, from the past one and a half year, it's all virtual. But whenever I go to any of these uh, events, it, it's really exciting for me. I mean, I get to connect to so many peers and I start uh, interacting with the community there. So it's really exciting. I mean, the last one I went to was in uh, Dubai. It was also a 365 Saturday event. And comparatively, the crowd was like from around the world. So that was a whole uh, you know, new experience for me.
0: Fantastic. Is that where you have on your Twitter profile, the, the picture in your banner? Yes. Was that? Yeah. That's fantastic. <laughs> nice. So, so... How long have you been an MVP now? How many
1: months? Um, six months.
0: Six months. Did did anything change for you when you became an MVP? Did you was there anything that you didn't realize or that you learned more uh, about, particularly the MVP program? But has it had any impact on your career?
1: Um. Yes, it definitely had. I mean, I I, I mean, I didn't know that. You know, I write. I uh, liked writing blogs that much. After becoming an MVP, I realized that. But then um, the things that, you know, come with the MVP award are also uh, really good. Like, I didn't know about the uh, DL programs. So that is something I, uh, you know, really like that. uh, If we have an issue or what are the announcements and everything, that is like a channel to properly... uh, you know, direct your request to Microsoft. So that is something I really liked about uh, after becoming an MVP, of course. And um, apart from that, um, like, uh, because it's all virtual again. So I am connected to a lot uh, of people on Twitter itself. So there the experience is great. I mean, this was something which, uh, uh, you know, was there before even becoming an MVP. But uh, because, I can say because of the recent times, Twitter is also a good source. So I'm really liking it.
0: I like it. I like it. What recommendations do you have for folks that are wanting to become an MVP um, or even, you know, start a career in, in the Power Platform, what, what if, you know, if someone came to you and said, you know, what would you recommend I do if I want a career in the Power Platform, what would you recommend?
1: Um, so I would recommend that, you know, start with any of the components and just try to get, uh, a hands-on experience on it because the more you will practice the more you'll learn about the concepts and specifically for MVP I always think that this is like my personal uh thing I, I followed also I was not targeting for the award directly but this came as a gift to me because I was following my interest towards the platform and trying to work on my uh, own skills because if I remember like Three years ago, I would have a stage fair. I would have, uh, you know, talking to other people's fear. So many things were there. But when I started focusing on myself and my skills, everything, you know, started to reduce. All these fears started to vanish easily. And that after uh, doing all those things and, uh, you know, um, working for the community, it really excites me. Like uh, we have a... Uh, Uh, user group which is uh, Hyderabad Power Apps and Power Automate user group. So uh, you know working as part of it and uh, uh, so we usually do like monthly sessions there. So basically those activities keep me motivated on the different things which are coming on the platform. So even uh, my suggestion would be if you're targeting for MVP award start working on yourself first and then um, you know, try growing on the power platform, and uh, it will come through your way. So,
0: I like it. I like it. Good advice here. Good advice. Okay, I always like to finish off uh, my show with a um uh, a few random questions. Uh-huh. Um, you know, and these these are you know about life, not really about what we do in IT. Um, now, if there's a question that you don't want to answer, you're gonna say pass. Okay. <laughs> okay. First thing that comes to mind, if you could visit any place in the world, where would you like to go to?
1: Uh, London.
0: London, nice. What's the top three things on your bucket list? Top three things you'd like to do before you
1: die. Uh, Skydiving, uh, eating a lot of food without getting fat, and, <laughs> and go on a solo trip. Go, what was the last one? Go on a solo trip, like
0: alone. Nice. Yeah, I like it, I like it. Are you a cat person or a dog person? Dog
1: person. I, I have a dog and like she's four years old and she's really huge. Like she's. Uh, What's her name? Her name is Lusu and she's an English Mastiff, So she's like taller than me, I, I would say. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I love it. I love it. What's your favorite board game?
1: Uh, um, Ludo.
0: Nice. Would you rather give up your smartphone or your computer? Smartphone wow interesting um and how did you meet your best friend
1: um in college so she was uh living next to my room so Mm -hmm. there we started bonding and she's my best friend
0: that is awesome i love it ritika thank you so much for coming on the show thank
1: you so much mark for inviting me and i really enjoyed talking to you (laughs)
0: Hey, thanks for listening. I'm your host, business application MVP, Mark Smith, also known as the NZ365 guy. Hopefully you enjoyed that episode. Maybe you could share it uh, with others that might find it beneficial. Otherwise, stay safe out there and see you next time.